Hello, listeners. This is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. All right, man. So let's uh, let's get it started. Uh, since we know you were at the Sunday night game, how was what was the feeling? What was the vibe? I mean, it's been almost almost two years since the last 49er home game. And it was against uh, the Green Bay Packers in the 2019 NFC Championship game. Electric. Absolutely electric. I mean, I don't think you can ask for a better showing from the faithful on Sunday. I mean, the whole weekend, right? It was just, you know, nothing but red and gold all over the place. You saw fans walking around the, the stadium and the parking lot and the restaurant and the hotel, like just decked out in their gear. Pro shop, I mean, you know, it was was rocking everyone was buying fucking with the new hats i got the new trey lance hat that i picked up with the sf on, on you know on the visor and uh yeah man i mean it was it was fun times i think aside from the last seconds of the game <laughs> which we'll get into um you know the, the game was was uh was all you can ask for for a sunday night home opener um but you know we're, we're entering in you know the 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 bulk of the season now, right? I mean, we have 14 games left, and obviously this one didn't go the way we wanted. Discuss why, but um, you know, you, you can't you can't take away the fact that we we showed up, we we cheered. I lost my voice, but you know, we'll be ready to roll five days again. Sounds good, man. I definitely hope uh, the 49ers make some adjustments. Uh, there was a lot of issues that they needed. Get worked out, like we were t- talking to earlier. Uh, the offense took a while to get going. The secondary looked horrible. Um, d- the offensive line was struggling at times throughout the night. Um, what do you see as as being the major concerns, and what do you think they should do to to correct it? Yeah, I mean, there, there's always going to be more than one reason why you don't win a football game. And, you know, the last reason I'll give you is that we left 37 seconds for Aaron Rodgers, who's a Hall of Famer, to drive down the field on two throws and kick the game-winning field goal. That, to me, was literally the least of my concerns for the whole game. I mean, it should never have gotten to that point, right? I mean, the first half, you put up zero points. The only points you put up are in the last two seconds when you have Trey Lance run in for, you know, for a touchdown. And the rest of the, you know, first half, you were anemic on offense. You flip it to the other side of the field, yeah. I mean, they got to Rodgers, I think, what, how many sacks did they – we have two, maybe, three at most. I, I don't even know if it was three. But his jersey was white and nice and clean for the most of the game, and he was able to connect with his receivers on some of those deep balls. They also created penalties for the Green Bay that allowed him to flip the field and get down there in our side of the field a few times because he kept testing our, our cornerbacks, who right now just are inept and aren't really the quality that we, we need to face with some of these big time receivers that we have coming up from Seattle and Arizona. So yeah, I think from a secondary standpoint, uh, there's huge concern because the strengths of some of the teams we're going to play is our weakness in defending a deep ball and a deep pass. So that to me is what starts is a secondary. Listen, we didn't make the, the, the right picks. I would say secondary standpoint in the draft and take Asante Samuel when we should have, we, you know, we did resign Sherman. You know, we we're, we obviously have some injury issues right now that are going on with our guys, and so that has contributed to the the lack of experience back there. But overall, to me, that's let's say that's probably number one in terms of what we need to work on. Yeah, I have to agree with everything you said there. We we traded back in the second round and missed out on Asante Samuel, who's a is a tremendous uh, playmaker and can play a couple different positions in the NFL level. And we're seeing him 
do a whole bunch of that with the uh, with the Chargers. So that was a huge miss. Like I agree there. We did nail it. I think uh, Diamador Lenore is a solid cornerback, but uh, depth was an issue going into the season, and it's it's rearing its head right now. And it's 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 going to be the 49ers' downfall, and it's going to be a tough one to fix, especially since there was a, a trade opportunity that the uh, Carolina Panthers just pulled and, and got one of uh, uh, a young, promising cornerback and CJ Henderson for, for not much. They traded a backup tight end, and I think it was a fifth, fifth round pick, and, yeah. and got got a very promising young cornerback. And, and that's what we needed. So all it would have took was Ross Dwelly and a late round pick. And, and I feel like that that should have been explored. I hope, hopefully, it was at least explored. Um, but missing out on that, that's huge, especially right now when, when cornerback uh, play in depth is, is a huge concern. Well, cornerbacks don't just grow on trees, man. So, you know, you're not going to be able to get, you know, uh, during the season, you can't just like go and sign one off the street that's going to be, a, you know, all world and, uh, you know, lockdown corner. There's only a few of them out there, really, and they're already on their respective team. Mm-hmm. I think depth was the issue. And as you said, it's materializing and rearing its head now. And we're having to deal with the consequences, right? Listen, Shanahan, for as great of an offensive mind as he is, he's he's some some mistakes, right? He just has. Like, I mean, from a game plan standpoint, fourth and one, and he decides to punt it. Like, what the hell are you doing? You haven't any points on the board, and you're going to punt it instead of go for it when you're on their side of the field? made no sense to me, you know? And even he regretted it. He said it, and he was like, Think well, no shit, Sherlock. You should have because that's what you do when you got to play aggressive and you show with your offense. And he punted it and gave the ball back to Rodgers, you know, during that drive. But I think, you know, from a secondary standpoint, it's 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 a huge issue. Uh, I don't know how you how you automatically flip a switch and start running the ball better with if you just don't have the guys. Like if we're relying on. You know, Jax Patrick, the French Irishman, you know, to come in <laughs> yeah. and uh, and you know be the next Jerome Bettis. I I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, other guys, obviously Elijah coming back, Jeff Wilson comes back, you know, in, in a month or month and a half, I think. And so th- there's some bright, there's some light at the end of the tunnel there. But man, dude, you don't want to be two and four, um, or excuse me, two and three going into the bye week, which is a possibility. I mean, they 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 could lose the next two games. They could win one. I'm hoping we split it at least, you know, to give us a three and two record going into the bye week. But, you know, I, again, this is what we were talking about with, 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 if, if this is who you are as a team and this is what they're going to show us week in and week out the way they played against Green Bay, that's not going to be good enough to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the LA Rams, the Seattle Seahawks. I, I don't believe it. I, I don't see it. No. I, don't, I don't, I don't see how, if you're going to give me that sample size of what they showed me for four quarters against Green Bay and say, let's, let's replicate this for the rest of the games that they play. Then, then you're, you're, to me, you're not a playoff team because you just, it's not, it's not good enough. <laughs> it's just not, you know, the, the, you look at the way the Rams played against the, the Buccaneers, you know, yeah. it lights out. Like we don't, we don't have that explosion right now. We, we can't just drop 37 points. Like it takes us, you know, like six hours to, you know, complete a first down. I mean, it, it, it feels like a, like we're just pulling teeth sometimes. So um, they're going to have to change some things, Peter. You know, what, so what are you thinking then? What do you think? Does it where where does it need to be a change outside of cornerback? Like I think yes, it's D'Amico Ryan's first year as a as a defensive play caller, and mm-hmm. that could become also called into question. Uh, did he make any adjustments? It looked like they slowed down the Packers in the second half a little bit. They didn't score as much, um, but yeah, there. I mean, they still have Devonte Adams too. So 
I mean, that's <laughs> that's going to be a tough one. There's not too many cornerbacks in the league that can can guard that guy. But yeah, do, do you think um, D'Amico Ryan's maybe needs to change up his his calling a little bit? Does there do we need to make some moves on the offensive side? Are you are you looking to bring in you know Trey Lance more? What what do you think? I'll know everything I'll need to know about our offense, the way they handle the corner blitz against the Seahawks with Jamal Adams. I think if he gets three sacks and force fumble or, or, you know, Jimmy gets erratic and throws a a ball right to Bobby Wagner and it's a pick six, I'll I'll know everything I need to know because Mm -hmm. they're not going to be able to fix that if they, unless they have a quarterback that can move and get out of the pocket and get out of harm's way. And, and is it, does that mean that you, you play him full time or does that mean you play him more? I think it's either one, right? It has to be because, you know, Jimmy is who he is, man. And, and, you know, he does, he does what he does well. And he, but he also makes a lot of bonehead mistakes too. And I think that you can expose that. Like if I was deep as according as Jimmy Garoppolo, I would literally pressure his ass like 90% of the time, because I know if I come at him from a certain angle of a blitz, he's going to have to figure out either move into the pocket to get rid of the ball quickly, or he better hope that Debo or someone's open and that's not always the case, which is why when you know the, some of those plays you were talking about in the second half, those are contested catches that Debo and Ayuk caught. I mean, it, that that was more about nice catches than it was about his throws, man. Like, and I saw I saw those catches. I was like, damn, like they bailed him out again, you know. Which is nice to have that, but you can't rely on that every single time. So, I think uh, I, I think if he doesn't play well Sunday, and we drop this one against the Seahawks, and now we're you know two and two. And I think the junction of the road has to be Arizona. If Arizona beats us, I, how, how do you not look at Trey and say, can you save us from a, from a fucking abysmal season? You're two and three. We're going into a bye week. How do you not use that extra week to get him ready for the Colts at home? You know, I don't know. You see, uh, the next two weeks, Seattle and Arizona, we know they're going to be tough teams, right? Like Arizona, they have every single position stacked. Seattle, they got Russ, they got some wide receivers, and they have a couple playmakers on on the defensive side. So I don't think it's something to be worried about too much. Um, I wouldn't want to put Trey Lance in yet. You know me, I think he needs to sit the whole year. Um, We've seen what a rookie mobile quarterback can do (laughs) in Chicago, right? He can get sacked nine times. There was nothing he could do. His mobileness did not help. At all. It did it, it, it got him. You know what it got him? It got him one yard passing. One net yard passing. He was he threw for sixty-eight yards and he was sacked for a negative sixty-seven. If you can't read the defenses and and and, and get rid of the ball uh before the pressure gets to you, it, it doesn't matter if you can run faster than Usain Bolt to me. And we saw that in Justin Fields, he still has the same problem he had in college. Yeah, he all he does is look at one wide receiver, and if that's not open, then he's screwed. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Trey Lance is going to be any better than that because he was going against Division three defenses two years ago. He didn't even play against a defense last year. Yes, he can make little throws. He's big arm, but can he read defenses? Can he, you know, kind of dictate where defenders are going to go by, you know, with his vision, his eye movement? I don't know yet. I don't know if he can do that. And and if Shanahan's not putting him out there, I I don't have faith that he can yet. And can he run? Yeah, he can run. And we saw that he he got out there. The offensive line, you know, paved the way for him to to make a great touchdown when needed, especially when needed, and created a spark. And I think that's how he should be used this year. Is 
by creating a spark. Sometimes if some, some, something's not working, give the defenses a little bit of a different look. I don't think he should be a starter and, uh, you know, given the ball the majority of the time. But if there's a spark that needs to be brought up, I think he, he should be called on for that. Um, so for yeah, me, I, he, I think – what's up? I, I've seen Jimmy's lows. You can't convince me that the lowest of lows when you get zero points is any worse than Trey Lance can do. Trey Lance not going to give you negative points, right? I mean, no quarterback will. But Jimmy's lowest of lows gives you zero points because he doesn't move the ball past like five yards. So to me, it's like, okay, if that's if that's the floor that I'm standing on, is at a, at the very worst, this guy's gonna give me zero points and only like five yards an attempt. Then what can I do to get a chance to actually get the ball down the field farther and maybe move the move the chains or have some kind of hope? And to me, it's like. It's no, there's a no, it's a no brainer. You, you put in the guy that gives you the best chance for that because at his lowest of lows, he's going to give you zero points anyways. And a couple of turnovers, which is what he, what he does usually every game, he gives you a turnover. The highest of highs I've seen Jimmy's highs. I think Trey Lance, they drafted him because his high is higher than Jimmy's, right? It just is. He has has the potential, excuse me, the potential of his high is better than whatever Jimmy's ever going to get. Jimmy's, is, is, is what he is, right? But Trey could be Patrick Mahomes. He could be Deshaun Watson. He, he, I mean, we don't know yet. So I think that's what I, that's the argument that I'm coming at it with is like if we're just talking about the lowest of lows, okay, zero points, can't move the ball. That's what Jimmy can, can give you, right? So Trey's not going to give you worse than that. I mean, okay, he throws two picks. Well, uh, Jimmy could throw two picks. Okay, so that's a wash to me. But the highest of highs, right, is – he breaks for 30 and give you know puts the ball into the you know uh, the opposing team's uh, territory. He throws a fucking nice pass, you know. Next thing you know, the, the ball is at the one yard line because he just launched it for 60, like like Kaepernick used to do. I think those are the things that I'm looking at. Is okay. I'm not saying to put him in right now. What I'm saying is I'm gonna look at Sunday and say if Jimmy fucks this game for us, and then you fuck me up, fuck me again, like you know against Arizona. Like I'm looking at that bye week. I'm like. Hey man, like I, I've lost all my patience at that point and I'm starting to lose my patience now, but I'm trying to like stay in for Sunday because I know how Seattle is going to play us. So I'm hoping that we can scheme it to where it minimizes the damage that they can do with the blitzes. So that, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah. So what happens if we put in Trey Lance and then he's not as advertised, he's not moving the ball. He's getting you that one net yard like Justin Fields did. You're going to be calling for Andy Dalton back or what? You hoping <laughs> Andy Dalton's going to save your season? Come on. Um, I don't think I, I don't think that's the answer. I don't think it's going to make the team any better at this moment. Yes, Trey Lance has a higher ceiling. We all know that. That's why they drafted him. That's why they traded up. Um, currently, I think – I mean, again, we lost to probably – Green Bay's probably going to be <clears> the <throat> top, top three best team in the NFC, and I think the 49ers right now, maybe sixth or seventh best team in the yeah. NFC. Yeah, I agree um, with you. I agree with you. And, from what I've seen for three weeks, yeah. I'll, yeah, what I've seen. It's like, man, Dallas blew me away. They've been playing tremendously. I think they got they yeah. got a lot of offense and they got some playmakers on defense. Um, we know Arizona. We got the Rams. There's Green Bay. Um, other than that, I don't. Oh, and then Tampa Bay, Carolina. I think that's a that's just a false front right there. I don't think they're going to be anything cool. special. Bulls gold, huh? <laughs> yeah, Bulls gold for sure. What about you? So, you what are you thinking they're about sixth, seventh best team? Um, 
Where do you think they're sitting? Are well, we in the, still in the, in the division? We're gonna find fourth best on Sunday, right? Because if they lose yeah. to Seattle, then you're the fourth best team in the division. Period. Right. Okay. Right. So, so we'll find out Sunday if they're three or four in their own division, right? And then you obviously have Green Bay. You obviously mentioned Tampa. Um, you know, you got to look at who you know who who really is New Orleans right now. You know, like are they are they really the team that we thought they were after they beat the Packers Week One? Um, so I think that's yet to be determined on if New Orleans is is really um, going to make a push for that. You know, try to compete a little bit in that division. Mm-hmm. Um, Dallas, as you mentioned, looks good. I mean, they they had a hard fought game against the Bucks Week One. Minnesota, you know, they're a couple plays away from being three and zero. They beat up on the Seahawks pretty bad. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think those are all those are all teams that that um, you know are going to be tough tough wins, man. Right now, the way we're playing. Um, I think we'll know everything we need to know on Sunday. Honestly, like I said, I'm gonna be there. I'll be at the game watching. I'll I'll be watching closely on how they're gonna use Jamal Adams on the blitz and and where Bobby Wagner's eyes are gonna be in terms of reading Jimmy. And you know, it, it's we, either we're gonna have to scheme up really well, you know, because he has limitations. Jimmy does, um, or they play the same way they played against you know Green Bay, and we're watching another close game. And we know what happens with close games with number three, you know, from Seattle. So. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stay away from that. Honestly, like I don't want this to be a close game. I don't have uh, my you know uh, you know my my heart and my <laughs> and my my blood pressure. You know, maybe can't withstand it. But um, you know, we're in for a dogfight. You know that. And um, you know, I think all we can do is that hope that they make those adjustments and uh, they come out pissed off. I mean, George Kittle said you know they want to put a whoop in on on Seattle. Well, uh, let's see it. So. Yeah, one way you can always get the offense sparked is just just feed Kittle more, you know. But yeah. I mean, we've always been a running a running team under Shanahan. So if you can't get that going, that's 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 kind of hard to, you know, factor in. If you're splitting 50, 50 uh, percent of your plays going to the run, and now you're expecting Jimmy G to throw it forty times, it's just that's not what they usually practice. So it does make for a harder. A harder game. Well, then, then, then put Trey and Jimmy in at the same time, you know, and yeah. and one of them's gonna have to throw, and the other one's a decoy, or switch them up like they did against the Raiders, where you know Jimmy starts, and then you know he gets us, you know, wherever he gets us, and then Trey comes in for a few plays. Listen, yeah, you got to get creative. Read options. Give him a few read options here and there, you know, like you said, maybe break off a sixty, seventy yard run. I mean, we, we, we don't know until we try, right? And anything in life, and so I think you have to start to think about those things, especially if you get into the first quarter, second quarter, and it's a zero, zero or three, nothing game, or it's 10, nothing Seattle, you know, cause they threw a deep shot to DK and he caught it. Like, like either, either you have to experiment and try to, or, you know, you're, you're going to be stuck in your old, old ways, man. And so that's one, oh, that's what I'm trying to avoid is how do we not watch the same type of offense that we did against the, against the Packers, for the rest of the season. Cause if that's what we're going to watch, if that's, if that's our sample of, of our output, then, you know, I, we're not going to be, you know, at top of the division. I mean, we're going to be looking up to three other teams and, you know, we're going to be the odd man out. Yeah, I, I agree. And there was one other thing I wanted to touch on. It was a Brandon. I, I don't know if you noticed it or saw it. Um, but during that game, man, there was a, t- a couple times he ran the wrong route and Jimmy had thrown the ball his way and he was, he was going a different way. So, yeah, man, that that's not good. And he's still dropping balls. Um, yeah, he he makes great catches, but then he he's dropping some easier ones. So 
Uh, man, I had high expectations for him coming into this season. I, I sure hope he turns it around. That could be uh, an answer to a lot of the, the it, issues, possibly. But it has to be all mental with him because you yeah. know going into the season uh, and the and the flashes you saw last season. I mean, he was being compared to the guy we saw on Sunday, Devontae Adams. They were very Julio similar Jones, football they're players. Julio Jones, Megatron. Oh, like. uh, yeah, well, he's well, he's 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 Minitron right now because he's nothing close to to being <laughs> like what yeah. Megatron was. Man, no, he. He has the the physical abilities. There's no question there. But we can say that about, you know, 90% of the league, man. And there's a lot of guys that look the part, look great in sweatpants and, a, you know, a T-shirt. And, and you know, they have the nice track suit on on the sidelines. And everyone looks like, you know, Adonis or Hercules out there. But it's it's how they perform on the field and the mental side of it, too. And I think Ayuk's issues right now are huge. I mean, they're mental. If you're running the wrong route, if you're dropping passes, that's – that's not that's not because you can't play football. That's just I don't know what is on your mind, you focus, know, but yeah. yeah, lack of focus. So, yeah, I hope I hope for his sake he's, you know, investing in himself and the th- therapy or whatever he needs to do, because, um, you know, he definitely needs to help this team win, man. I mean, he, he we need him, you know, we need yeah. him because Debo history tells us Debo is not going to play 17 games this year. He just at some point Debo misses time. Right. And so when that happens, and now you know you're putting all the pressure on Kittle and and Ayuk, and if one of those guys goes down, then you know then it's even more pressure on that guy. And and right now Ayuk's not the type of player I think that can handle um, being the main guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, so going forward, man, we got we got Seattle next Sunday. It's going to be a later game in the in the day. Hopefully, the uh, 49ers use that loss to the Packers as fuel to the fire and come yep. out come out fucking pissing mad and, and stomp all over Seattle and fix those uh, mistakes that they had. And, and win, Winning cures all, man. You come out nope. pissed off and, and you get a W, a condensing W. We yep. won't even be thinking about the 37 seconds or the Packer loss. It'll be, it'll be like a fart in the wind, you know, like it'll just go away. And, and now you're focused on, you know, getting another W against another divisional opponent. But I mean, again, this is a juncture for me with, with Jimmy and with that offense. And, you know, they're going to have to show me on Sunday that they've learned some of these, like, you know, anemic and inept, you know, schemes that they were running against the Packers. We're going to have to see some changes, uh, and, and we need to see them in five days. So, Got to show Freddie. Got to show him what you got. <laughs> yes, sir, brother. Until next time, man. All right, guys. We'll catch you later. Beautiful. Thank you for listening to First and Gold.